Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 354 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, you will not be surprised, it is a lot of college football. Just felt right, we've had our first full week of the season, there was so much to discuss. So we've got side eyes, we've got ICUs, we've got recaps, it's a whole deal. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that yet, it's at patreon.com slash bigboo. This week, we're going to have a special college football episode with a special guest. Can't wait for that. And we would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big big. Alrighty, here we go with episode 354. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, y'all. It's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We just had our longest pre-show conversation ever, I think. We did, but we had a lot to catch up on because yeah. we hadn't talked in days. No, days. It'd been days since we talked. <laughs> so we've we've lived whole lives since then. And so we just, we had to catch up a little bit. We really have. And I've got my I've got my water with me today because apparently I cleared my throat a lot last week, which Sophie edited out. And I'm really going to try y'all. But after post football game, I'm like, it's, the voice is a little sketchy. Well, I told Melanie last week and it really like it got to where it was so funny because mm-hmm. I mean, I always edit it out if we clear our throats or we call for whatever. But I mean, last week, I feel like we were in the triple digits. It was it was early. It was because yeah. I texted Melanie. And I was like, do you have a sinus infection? What's <laughs> going on? What's happening? So... Anyway, uh, listen, I'll edit it out again this week. If it happens okay. again, it's no big deal. Well, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best. But listen, it was a big weekend. I did a lot of yelling. I talked a lot at the top of my voice. And so, you know, God be with us is what I'm... Here's what I want to know. You alluded to this in an Instagram story, but mm-hmm. do you feel like you have, in fact, taken a sip of the A&M Kool-Aid after the weekend? Listen, I've taken more than a sip. <laughs> I- I love it when you drink the Kool-Aid. I love it. I I can't help it. I can't help it. It's listen, I want to be my jaded, cynical self. I went into the New Mexico game saying, like, remember Appalachian State. You know what I mean? Like, just just remember what happened. Remember, but then you get there and Kyle Field is massive. We had like 97,000 people there in the heat to watch us play New Mexico. And listen, I saw a thermometer during the pregame. Like they had an on the field thermometer and on the field, it was like 112 degrees. Well, and I'm going to tell you, the humidity was 242%. Like, I'm going to tell you that the humidity. So I went to the game with big Gully's Mm -hmm. dad. Our seats where he sits, we were in the shade by the time game time started. And he played football for A&M. So it was great because we got to go in the Letterman's Lounge pregame. So we're in the air conditioning. Yes. Having, yes. having, a, having a Dos Equis. It's the way to do a football game is what I'm I saying. I told my sister because she was over here. She and my brother-in-law were over here for y'all's game. And I said, mm-hmm. I believe Melanie is in the Letterman's Lounge, like up to a yeah. point in the festivities because I know you yeah. were with Big. So yeah. good for you. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, so we so we were there up until like you know thirty minutes pregame, and then you want to go out because you want all the, you want to see all the stuff and the pregame everything. So we got down to our seats. We were already in the shade, which was so great. And I really sat there. 
for a little bit. And I was like, you know, it's not that bad because it wasn't mm-hmm. that kind of heat where the sun's just beating down on you because we were in the shade. I was like, it's not that bad. I'm going to tell you, by the time I stood up to sing the <laughs> national anthem, I thought, I hope the people behind me know that I haven't wet my pants. Like that was, was just wet. You know, like just. You had the swass, as Steph says. Yes, I did. You had the swass. Uh-huh. Full on. Like, I thought, I wish that I had packed an extra bra in my clear bag. Uh, you know, like it just. That says so much. That uh-huh. says so much about what you were dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. It was just hot, but worth it. Listen, worth every single minute of it. Well, I really did have a moment because everybody pretty much was off to a slowish start. You know, everybody uh-huh. is, there's a, there's a little bit of sluggishness in that first game. And there was a point when New Mexico was driving down the field and I told my yeah. sister, I said, there's a part of me, I said, like, I don't know, I don't know what's better like in terms of podcast content, (laughs) if it's better for Melanie to get completely disillusioned and just be mad, like, cause that Uh always, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't love it for you, but it delights me. Right. Yeah. I said, but, but then there's the other part of me that's like, no, it's gotta go well because we need the unbridled enthusiasm. We need to stretch out the belief that this sucker could lead to a national championship for as long as it lasts. Yep. So I yep. was really hoping you finally surrendered to to just total blind optimism as far yep. as the season's concerned. So I'm, I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah, I have. And listen, I told myself I wasn't even going to get near that line until Mm -hmm. after the Auburn game. You know what I mean? Because we have Miami this next week in Miami. I think that's going to be tough. Then we have ULM. I should, I'm never again going to say I'm not worried about it, but you would think that would be a game we could win. Then we have Auburn. So I was like, you know what? Into September, I'm going to reevaluate, but I'm going to tell you, I drank a gallon of maroon (laughs) Kool-Aid on Saturday. (laughs) And I'm going to say for a couple of reasons. Number one, as soon as, and we'll get back to the pregame stuff, but I'm going to tell you that I, I kept my eye on a couple of things. When Jimbo came out, Big looked at me and he said, how many pieces of paper does he have in his hand? <laughs> and I said, I see one laminated sheet. Okay. I said, I see one laminated sheet. And so at that point, my heart grew a couple of sizes. Yeah, because that's understandable. I was, uh-huh. I, I was like, okay, I don't see a cheesecake factory menu. Mm-hmm. I don't, this isn't a bunch of, we don't look like nutty professor on the sideline with a right. bunch of papers falling out of places. So I was like, that bodes well. Then the other thing, Gully and I have been saying for years, why is our offensive coordinator, which it made sense before because it was Jimbo, but why is he not up in the box? Sure. So when yeah. I realized that Bobby Petrino was up in the box, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I feel much better about that situation because yeah. I don't know how you call a game from the field because field level, it's really hard to see all the different things that are happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as I told you, Bobby Petrino was not only in the box, he was in the box with some sunglasses that looked like something Eric Estrada wore on chips back in 1978. The the darkest lenses you ever did see. Like he was dialed in. Uh Uh-huh. But it was it was so interesting to watch because this is just from my perspective of watching the Aggies this year was there was a rhythm and a pace to the offense that has been missing and has been lacking over the last several years. Preach. That's what I'm saying. Uh, There was a, there was, there was a rhythm to it. And Mm -hmm. so it was fun to watch. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was really fun to watch. And, and um, I was happy for you. So. Thank you. Well, Mm -hmm. I was, I was happy for myself. Mm -hmm. I was happy for the Aggies. I felt like Big and I both said, we felt like that last drive, which ended up in a blocked field goal. But the fact that with like 30 seconds left, we still did that. I'm like, that's where in the past, it feels like we would have taken a knee and gone to the locker room. And I like that we continued to do something. Yeah, Um, for sure. And and I'm, and I'm going to tell you that I knew we had a lot of receivers. I'm going to tell you who wasn't on my radar was Noah Thomas, okay, who okay. caught four of our touchdown passes, I believe. And so stand up, Noah Thomas. He's like 6'6", 195 pounds, but I, God love him. He had a game. So anyway, I'm, I'm full in. I'm full in. Listen, so, you know, the harder the, 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 harder the rise, the harder the fall is what I'm going to say, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like y'all got a lot, a, a very enthusiastic response from from the commentators, from the media. I felt like all around people, people seem to be really, I, I, one, like 
it's about time, Jimbo, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was an element of that. But two, like, okay, everybody said forever that y'all have so much talent. And I felt like we got to see it a little bit. Yeah. So that yeah. was great. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. I am trying to eat healthier right now. I'm trying to cook healthier for us. And Green Chef makes it so easy to kickstart your clean eating routine. They have 80 plus weekly options that feature nutritionist approved and foodie approved recipes. Everything is easy, it's good, it comes with all the ingredients you need because I want to eat healthy and clean, but I don't wanna to have to think a lot about how to do that. And even better, Green Chef will offer a free session with a registered dietitian who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. You can sign up and start your journey towards better health today, y'all. It's never been easier. And you can get ahead of the busy season with convenient step-by-step -step recipes, including dinners that can be ready in 25 minutes or less, 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, you cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings delivered right to your door. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there is really something for everyone. I love to switch between the brands depending on what sounds good and what we're eating that week. And now our listeners can enjoy both of these brands at a discount with us. Go to greenchef.com slash 60bigboo and use code 60bigboo to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash 60bigboo and use code 60bigboo to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. We'll see what happens. I feel like the media is really wanting a fight. They're wanting a Petrino Fisher fight. Um, and so we'll see what happens. I don't think it's there. I think there's respect. I think they've both been oh, doing yeah. it a long time, but I feel like that's the narrative you keep seeing is everybody's like, who's really calling the plays? And I'm like, y'all, I don't do this for a living. And I can tell you that Petrino is 100% calling the plays. Number one, Jimbo's one sheet of paper. And number two, the way our offense ran. So, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the biggest tale right there. I mean, mm -hmm. Uh -huh. especially compared to the last couple of years. So yeah, for I sure. think that for sure. I, I got the impression based on what Jimbo said during his on field interview that Petrina is the one calling the play. So that's exactly what I think. So we had my sister and brother-in-law over. Well, okay, let me back up. So what was Thursday? He played Thursday night. Was that? I can't Thursday. remember who. Thursday oh, night. Thursday well, Friday night. night, Louisville and Georgia Tech played. And yes. Alex and Jackson came over. And I fried chicken and we watched the game and we visited and it was delightful. Oh, that's and fun. And then Saturday, my sister and my brother-in-law came over right before the state game. And I fried more chicken and reheated some things and made some new things. And we ate and watched football for the rest of the day. Just settled on in and, and, and watched football, which was great. Now, I will say for the Bulldogs, if I could just, I'm trying yes, to tell us. I want to know have, your thoughts. Well, okay. So here are my thoughts. One, I think it must have been really emotional to be back on the home field. That's the first time the team's been on the home field since, yes. since Mike Leach died. And so and there was a whole salute to him before the game that I would just imagine would be a really emotional thing if you were a player who played for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like we were not maybe flat, maybe a little flat, flatter than I would have expected the first okay. quarter or so. But, you know, you think, okay, well, if you're, if that's flat and you still score 48 points, then okay. You know, yeah, it, it all yeah. worked out in the end, but I'm going to tell you what I enjoyed the most is that we have a running game again, which Mississippi State people, that's just what we're used to. That's what we love. Mm -hmm. I, I like, you know, just the mixing it up. And so that was really fun to see us run the ball. Yeah. I, I think we, in the end, we had over 500 yards in that game. Over 300 of those yards were running yards, which is amazing for us. So that part was great. But I loved that Zach Arnett got ticked off when we let Southeast Louisiana score in the first, I think it was the first quarter and he was ticked about it for the rest of the game. Like 
he he was mad the whole rest of the time. And he said in the post-game press conference that we could congratulate ourselves and think we were really something special, or we could take an honest look at that film and realize that we still have a lot of work to mm. do. And, you know, I like that kind of attitude. Like, I just, yeah. I, li- yeah. I like that. We're not going to pat ourselves on the back too much. So yeah. I thought that was great. Um, and I don't know. It was just, it was, I feel like my weekend has had some, some structure and some order because of the football. And like tonight we get Clemson. It just, yes, it makes me so happy. It's just, I like to wake up to it. I like mm-hmm. to get up on Sunday morning and turn on the, the SEC replay show that they just run back to back to back to back. I can watch the highlights a million times, yep. but yep. it was just, it was just a delight all the way around. Yeah. No, I listen, I was so glad to be back. I mean, like when I drove into College Station on Friday, I was like, I just have never been happier to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, know, like it's just and the season, it's fresh and it's bright and shiny. And listen, you know why you didn't remember Thursday's game? Because that was the Florida debacle. That was terrible. That was I was I mean, terrible. I, I felt terrible for them. I did it was too. awful. It was I awful. just it was it was it was demoralizing. It really was. It really was. And I, you know, I, it's hard to tell. I feel like this time of the year, it's like until everybody kind of plays somebody, because I'm like, is Utah that good or was Florida that bad? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. but man, Florida, that was rough. I thought that was going to be the worst until I saw LSU and Florida State last night. Which that, um, that was, that was terrible. That was terrible. And that I was, mean. that was more unexpected for me. I mean, I expected Florida to beat Utah. So I was surprised. Yeah. But I did not expect LSU to just essentially quit in the fourth yeah. quarter of that game. I mean, yeah. I, I, and again, I know I don't play football. I know there are other uh-huh. dynamics at work. I'm just saying, uh-huh. I just didn't expect it to get away from them like that. And so uh-huh. I, I will say watching the Saturday morning shows, I watched game day for a little bit, but then I always watch SEC game day. Yeah. And they did an interview with Brian Kelly. And I I felt like a detective because he was sitting, I, I assume, listen, it may not have even been his desk, okay. but in my mind, it was his desk. And there was a computer back behind him. And mm-hmm. I was, I was really clocking that thing to see if all like the emails were read. Oh. And there was a to-do list on the left-hand side. Like I just, I, 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 the narrative I told myself was that Brian Kelly's very organized he he takes care of his business. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's checked all his emails. He's checked everything off his to-do list. Yeah. He certainly always has a, a very like perfectly tailored sport coat on when he does anything on television. So in my mind, I was like, LSU, they're gonna be ready to go. I mean, if his inbox is this cleaned out on the Saturday morning, yeah. I, you know, I really yeah. I, I just I jumped to some conclusions there that maybe I should not have jumped mm-hmm. to. But mm-hmm. anyway, I did love seeing the Saturday morning shows again. That was super fun. And um, I don't know. I'm just happy. Just happy it's back. I'm going to say on a Brian Kelly note that yes. who could have foreseen that a former coach of Notre Dame would be <laughs> would lose the season opener <laughs> to maybe what has been an overhyped team? That's what I'm saying. Notre Dame is going Notre Dame. It's going to follow you. And so I'm sorry, LSU fans, because you know, in my heart, I kind of love LSU. I kind of always cheer for them a little bit, except for when they're playing A&M. Like, I like them. I don't know why. I think it's because they're crazy. But I I love the Tigers. I I respect Mm -hmm. it. And so... I just, I felt sad for y'all, but I'm also like, I feel like I could have seen this coming. I feel like I did see this coming. We'll see what happens. I mean, y'all lost your season opener last year too. Apparently now I've looked, I think y'all have lost it the last four years. So this seems to be an LSU tradition right now. And you seem to overcome it. I mean, last year, I mean, you ever overcame it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So let me tell y'all about AG1. It is my new favorite thing that I have incorporated into my routine. It's a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it first thing every morning now because as y'all know, I'm always looking for ways to improve my health, especially as I'm getting older. And I love that I've made the switch to AG1. It is so much easier than having to sort out 72 different pills, which is what I was doing. Every scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients that are high quality and they give major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. 
I gave it a try because as y'all know, I was taking so many different pills and this felt so much simpler. It has worked like a charm. I love how great it makes me feel. Perry takes it now too. So does Caroline. And we all say it gives us more energy throughout the day. We all feel better. We can tell that our mental clarity and our energy levels are better. And it has also helped with digestion. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in a single, simple, drinkable habit. It was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to complicate your routine. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash bigboo. That's drinkag1.com slash bigboo. Check it out for yourself. Okay, so I was so happy when I realized that we get to do side eyes and I see yous again. I'd kind of forgotten that we do mm-hmm. that every year. And yeah. then I... <laughs> I got in the mail on Saturday, there is a a business called the Glitter Option and they sent me, I mean, just, this was just like a, a happy football season surprise. Yeah. They sent me this poster that has Mississippi State schedule down the left and then they put a column for side eyes and I see you so that that I can put the poster on my wall and I can keep a live list of side eyes and I see you. I could have a commemorative side eye and I see you um, like souvenir by the end of the season. So I've got Will Rogers on the top of the poster and then the whole state schedule and then the column for side eyes and I see you. And I was like, Oh, we get to do those again. I'm so happy. So can we kick it off with some side eyes? Oh, yeah. I've got, I'm going to tell you my first side eye. I've already talked about it. My first side eye goes to Brian Kelly. What happened? What happened, LSU? Something's going on there because it wasn't just like y'all got overmatched. You look sloppy. You gave up. There didn't seem to be some good team chemistry. Something is going on there. Something's off. Yeah. Something is off. So that is my first side eye of the season goes to Brian Kelly. My first side eye is Baylor. Oh, Baylor. (laughs) I did not have getting whooped by Texas State on my bingo card for Baylor. Nope. But but here we are. That here we are. That was ugly. That was like, I thought I I must have put my contacts in the wrong eyes or something when I saw that score. Like I couldn't figure out, I was somehow seeing it wrong. And so then I was like, well, well, I must tune in for this. And listen, I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't Uh have anything for or against either team. I just was like, okay, I did not see that, that coming. So yeah. No, Again. I did not. Perry sent me that because I was at the football game. And so I Perry sent me that. He said, hey, Texas State is killing Baylor right now. And I sent him back the Jerry Seinfeld gif that's like, oh, that's a shame. You know, like that was, <laughs> listen, don't come for me, Baylor people. I know that's a little salty, but y'all know Baylor and A&M have had this thing. It's like the, it's the, you know, it's from the big 12. So I'm just saying, and listen, part of me feels for y'all because they're again, App State, it humbled me yeah. in a lot of ways last year. And yeah. so I know what that feels like, but y'all have got Utah this week. So Baylor, you in danger, girl, is what I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not, it's not good. No. Um, I'll tell you, I mean, I feel like this is probably an, an obvious I see you, but it was, it was my first like truly exciting moment of the season. Uh-huh. So I, I just have to say Colorado, Deion Sanders, listen, listen, I had that game on just, you know, kind of getting stuff together and cooking and all that stuff uh-huh. on Saturday morning. And it was such a back and forth. Like it was, you yeah. know, it was super fun to watch. And, and you and I have talked about like TCU, I mean, whatever they're doing in their athletics program is working, you know, yeah, I mean, for they're, sure. just, they're just doing really, really well. And so when I, it started to be a back, back and forth, I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And like to watch Shadur Sanders and he was amazing. And, you know, Colorado's, they had all those players come in for the transfer portal and Deion Sanders took so much heat from that, but he was real clear from the get go. Like he was going to uh-huh. do it his way. Uh-huh. But listen, I was really tickled for them. I just thought, I mean, I was sorry for TCU because you yeah. know, to make it to the national championship game and then to lose your first game in that kind of way. And I don't, I don't know if Colorado's a team that's going to have a lot of staying power. Or, you know, you don't know what their season's going to look like. But man, that was a really exciting win for the first weekend of college football. 
It was. And listen, I, I respected Coach Prom because he had receipts in his post-game <laughs> press conference. See, somebody mentioned that to me. They mentioned his press conference and I had not seen it. And then I went back and watched it and I was like, yeah, I don't have a problem with any of this. Uh-uh. I, I just I just didn't because, nope. because he, I mean, people have been so critical of him and he yes. has won everywhere he's been. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, so I appreciated that. Uh, listen, I, I appreciate the receipts. I appreciate that he listed people. I appreciate that he called people out. I was like, this is, you know who my number one is for week one? Coach Prime. As, I was like, you go. And Perry said he felt like, because he watched our game on TV, he said, I'm going to tell you ESPN stayed salty about being laid into by, by Dion the rest of the night. He said they didn't get over it. And I well, was like, I respect it. Yeah, I mean, and I get, like, because I did see where somebody said, well, he made it about him and not about the kids. And I get mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. it, I just, I felt like whatever he was he was communicating, he'd been thinking about for a minute. You know, it yeah. had, listen, it had welled up over time. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, a little bit more about the kids. But here's what I will say about Deion Sanders is he seems to have this thing I don't know what it is that makes guys want to play for him yes like he just gets results from kids uh-huh. and I saw later on that night for some reason my TikTok just filled up with Colorado stories and there was for his birthday he said he wanted his players to do impersonations of the coaches uh-huh. and it was it was the whole squad in the team room and kids would just come up and imitate different coaches and uh-huh. nobody was laughing more than Deion Sanders was like, oh, and I, I, I guess maybe having worked with kids for a long time, they love that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just, I think, well, well done. I mean, he got a, he got a lot out of those guys first game mm-hmm. out. And so it's going to be fun to see what they do the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Now my other ICU, and this is a no brainer is Florida state and oh, no Jordan doubt. Travis, the Florida state quarterback. Listen, that is a young man that I, enjoyed watching play. I loved his post-game interview. I like what he had to say. He talked about being grateful. He was thankful to be there. He's 23 oh, years old. Listen, somebody oh. truck racing outside your window. What is, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> that was our mailman. I God. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of coming in hot. Listen, now, I don't I don't think anybody expected Florida State to look that dominant no, against LSU. Looked, yeah, and they and did. They looked dominant. They looked good. They I had mean, some I, fire. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They looked good. I mean, I thought, oh, this could be our team. I mean, it's because I feel like that is a matchup that you're like, okay, we're actually seeing some real stuff. Cause I feel like the rest of the SEC by and large, it was like, this is just the beat down tour, you know, yeah, like yeah. everybody just demolished everybody. Cause it were all, you know, smaller schools or whatever. But I was like, Oh, Florida state has played who I still think is probably a legitimately good LSU team mm-hmm. somewhere deep down, but like they, they were dominant. So I was like, Oh, that's going to be a team to watch this year. Yeah. Um, I had one more I see you and it was but listen, this was an entirely selfish I see you. Um, if Melanie remembers last year when we went to SEC Media Days that the Vanderbilt quarterback, who at the time was Mike Wright, um, was came in that room where we were and he complimented me on my dress. Yes. You remember this? Yes. And then mm-hmm. and then we saw him later on in the day in the hallway and he complimented mm-hmm. me on my dress again, like said, I still like your dress, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I see you. Well, he's at Mississippi State now and, uh, well. and he's the number two quarterback. And so they put him in a few times when they needed a run play because he's really fast. And so he had by himself, I think he had like 86 yards this oh, past wow. week. So I see you, Mike Wright. But I love that he came in and like, that's going to be a difference maker for us because I mean, Will Rogers obviously has all kinds of leadership Uh and, you know, has obviously played in an offense that was centered on throwing the ball, but Mike Wright is fast. And so him being able to go in and do that, I just thought, well, good for you. Like it made me really happy. And, and I think, but you know, I just, I'm going to have some, some residual um, affection for him just because he was so kind that day that we met him. So yeah, he liked your dress. He He liked liked my dress. dress. He did. 
It has been over a year since David and I received our Helix mattress, and we are such fans of it. I feel like I get emails from people from time to time that are like, do y'all really sleep on a Helix mattress? Do you really like your Helix mattress? And yes, I really sleep on a Helix mattress. I really, really love our Helix mattress. It is super easy to unbox and to get set up. More than anything, we just sleep so well on it, and I hope that we have one forever and ever. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Their models are made with memory foam layers that provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. They have enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs a little bit of extra care, they have got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. And Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by actually sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Just go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo, take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will ship straight to your door free of charge that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners in honor of Labor Day. Go to helixsleep.com slash bigboo and use code HELIXPARTNER25. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long that's helixsleep.com slash big boo and use code helixpartner25 with helix better sleep starts now okay so i feel like i need to back up because a lot of people asked me um about the a&m's new entrance song oh yeah tell Uh us tell us so here's what i'm gonna say let me back up too so friday night I went to Yale practice. I went with my friend Amy Case and her family. They were going. Um, and so it was first Yale practice of the year. I'm going to tell you that part of what makes me drink the Kool-Aid is when you get there and you have probably 35,000 people for Yale practice at midnight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's, I'm sorry, there's just nothing better than that. Like, I love the Aggie spirit so much because we're there. I mean, it was packed to get in. We're all yelling. It's hot. Nobody cares. So I was like, that was amazing. It was Grayson's first yell practice. And so that was super fun to get to watch him go out. And Caroline said, because they come through the tunnel. And so she said, mom, she goes, and you know, I mean, this is my child who has been brainwashed to be an Aggie since pretty much the moment she was born. And she was like, mom, when I walked up at that tunnel and I saw three decks full of people, she said, like, I really thought I was going to start crying. She said it was the most overwhelming, like, incredible perspective to like see it from the field and what that looked like. And it was amazing. And so that was super cool. And we love that whole thing. Grayson did great. He had to tell one of the fables and he did a great job. And so that was all super fun. And Amy Case and her family had never been to one before. So getting, seeing them experience it, they were like, this is incredible. So that was great. And then I kept waiting because I had heard they were going to play the entrance song at Yell practice. Okay. And they did not. So I was like, okay, they alluded, Ross Bjork got up and alluded to, we have a new song. But then, and then our head yell leader, Trevor got up and he was like, just a reminder that Aggies don't boo, da, 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 da. And I thought, is this about the song? Like, are we, are we worried everybody's going to boo the song? Okay. Um, and I don't think it was. I think it was a reminder of good sportsmanship. We don't want other fans to think that we're bad fans, blah, blah, blah. So um, I, we get to the game. So what I've heard is, is that we're going to have more fireworks and pyrotechnics this year, like during our entrance. Mm -hmm. And then that song is going to play. So they changed up our intro a little bit. Um, And so you see the team and the yell leaders are in front of them. And you can see like, and it starts going off and the siren, the drum corps comes out, the core drum corps and they're drumming. And then the sirens go off. And then I think there was a malfunction because a flame only shot up on one side. And there were all these black boxes lined up that I think were supposed to do something that didn't do anything. Okay. And I'm going to choose to believe that wasn't an omen for the season. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. like, this feels like something went wrong. And then the song started to play. And here's the thing. Number one, nobody had really ever heard it. So you don't have the crowd energy of people singing along with it. Um, we can link it. It's on Spotify now. They put it on Spotify. It sounded to me like a discount store power. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I appreciate it. It's not terrible. It's not. 
it's not terrible. I think it'll grow on me. I think once the students know the cadence of it and what they're singing and they can sing along with it, I think it'll get better. I felt like it could have had more bass or emphasis. It just didn't have, you know, when you think about the great college, like Virginia Tech's entrance with Sandstorm and the whole thing, it just didn't have that kind of intensity to me, which is what I really like. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, And we had had power for 10 years. So it's like everybody knew it and you sang along with it. And this came on and it was kind of like, you could tell everybody was wanting to, but the more I listened to it again, I was like, it sounds like somebody was like, make it sound like power without being power. (laughs) Okay. Well, I've got to go listen to it now. I can't wait. So that's that's that. There's, there's my verdict on the, on the entrance song. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, in, in non-football related news, I have to to tell you that and we haven't talked about this yesterday afternoon for some reason I just like it was one of those things I knew I needed to write but I just I didn't want to write I just didn't want to yeah like I just, so I was like I just I think I want to watch something and I haven't watched a whole lot of stuff the last little bit because I've been into book mode or whatever but mm-hmm. I I want and I've even gone back and forth about mentioning this not because I don't think it's good I think it's excellent okay. but I'm gonna tell you why I've gone back and forth about it in just a minute so I was scrolling around. I was looking on HBO Max or Max or whatever it's called to see if there was something I might want to watch. And I see that there's a documentary. It's called Be As High. And it's about about the man who started this football program that was called Bishop Sycamore High School. Yes. But it, okay, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't an actual high school. Mm-hmm. And I know a little bit about it, but not a lot. And it, and it was just like a one episode thing. And I thought, okay, this could be a good thing for me to watch this afternoon. Maybe this will like, you know, it'll be like, like I can check off. Okay. I watched something. Now I can re-engage my brain with writing, even though I yeah. never did because I was so angry after I watched it. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> listen, I, have never watched anything that made me more mad. I can't imagine what my blood pressure was. I talked back when I watched. I was furious because he's like, even as he tells the story, like what you hope is you somebody has some repentance. They have some, they have some acknowledgement of what they did. He had no, he was so arrogant. He was so arrogant. And even when he would admit that something he did was wrong, he had no shame about it. He Mm. had no, he had no real remorse for what he did and seemed to feel really justified to do the things that he did. Wow. And I won't give away the ending, but I went back and forth about mentioning it because I was like, I don't know if I want this guy to get any more airtime. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I want like, because it's so clear that he thrives on the attention which is part of the problem with Mm -hmm. a malignant narcissist you know there's never enough and so I like I have not experienced something akin to rage I was just I was so Mm. mad and I was so sad for the people he hurt and so and it's a really complex situation there's a lot of dynamics there but the bottom line is he took advantage of people Mm, and that's the worst oh the worst but it it did ultimately I felt like like it wasn't just about this guy it was it was about a system that should be set up to protect people but that has the potential to fail people over and over again in terms of um, these elite sports programs and like just you know the oversight of your state athletic associations, Mm -hmm. because as much as he did that was wrong, there was at the end of the day, not as much he did that was illegal. You know, it was just like he saw the holes in the system and he exploited them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, it made me crazy. It made me so mad. So it's, it's really, it's worth watching because it's got a lot that it, it makes you think about, but Man, yeah. it was infuriating. Infuriating. Ooh. So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to watch that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. I know. I know. I I, I thought last night, I, I was still thinking about it last night. And I thought, mm-hmm. God, it's just been a while since something got that kind of reaction out of me. Okay. And, and listen, the, the guy, I mean, at the end of the day, he's just, he's a broken person who doesn't, hasn't yet come to grips with his own brokenness in a way that 
enables his behavior to change in in meaningful ways. And Mm. so I have, you know, I I have compassion for that, but I don't have compassion for what he did. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's that, that little cheerful note, you know, well, I went to College Station this weekend, and so when I was packing up my makeup, I always pay attention because I don't want to take more than what I use, but one of the products I always take is my Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick that's made to brighten and open your eyes. It gives you an instant eye lift. It stays on. It doesn't get all stuck in your creases and make your eyes look crepey, which is important to me. And it's the perfect daytime glow. I love the Stella, which is a champagne shimmer color. It is just the perfect everyday eye makeup. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. It's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. It is a foolproof formula. I love it. The other thing I love is that Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger than beauty mission. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country that support numerous causes. It's beauty that gives back. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash big boo. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Big Boo for 20% off your first order. I mean, I really haven't, it's funny because I really am wanting a new show and there's just hasn't been anything that's stuck with me. Like I've started a couple of things and then I'm like, eh, I don't really, this isn't it. But I did see that the new season of The Morning Show starts September 13th. Oh, I need to be finished with my book by then. Yeah. So that I feel like reward. that's it. So I feel like that's good. I finally finished watching Ted Lasso season three. Um, and I, I loved it. I thought the way it ended was great. And so I've kind of watched that. And now that football's back on, it doesn't yeah. feel as crucial to have a show. Although late night, I do kind of like a show. But I do have to share with y'all that Gully... We were talking about shows this week and she said, are you completely done with Sweet Magnolias? And I said, I am. I said, I I quit it like two episodes into season two. I was like, I just can't do this. And Gully has a theory about Sweet Magnolias that I just have to share because it tickled me to no end. She said, I feel like it's written by Canadian Christians. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. She said, because they don't, she said, they don't get the Southern lingo. And she said, and it has a lot of Christian overtones to it. She said, so it feels like they're trying to kind of give us a a Christian message or or worldview a little bit. She goes, but they don't quite get it. And they certainly don't get the Southern thing. So she said, I feel, so her whole theory is it's written by Canadian Christians. I don't know if that's accurate, but I got real tickled by it. And I just thought I'd share. Okay. I've never seen it. I've never watched it. I've heard you talk about it, but I've just never, I've never dug in there. Listen, the way you are with Southern accents and oh, all of that, and like I have no patience. Oh, if the you would you would mm-hmm. throw something at the television. Okay. Like, don't even do mm-hmm. it. You wouldn't be able to make th- make it through. Yeah, yeah, I have no patience for an affected Southern accent. I just uh, you, you can hear it and know when it's right. I go back to that Parker Posey's accent and that Staircase show yes. on Netflix. That's the oh. best it's ever been done. But Parker Posey's from Laurel, Mississippi, so. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's really irritating to me when it's bad. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't survive it. So, okay. okay. So is it time for five favorites? time for five favorites and this is a, a strange assortment when I when I looked at the <laughs> list I was like well this is really a hodgepodge but we're going to mm-hmm. run with it the first thing is a new makeup product which I don't I don't get new makeup a lot I don't I don't branch yeah. out a lot there but Whirl on Instagram who you have mentioned on a couple mm-hmm. of episodes was doing a thing with uh, this this makeup line called, I think it's called Violette. I don't speak French, but I think that's how you pronounce it. That sounds good. And so anyway, one of the, the products that she used was their blush stick. And I have really been trying to lean into products that are creamier as opposed to powdery. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered this blush stick. Now I ordered it in a very, very like bright pink shade because that's kind of the trend right now with blush. 
um, called, it's called Inez or Inez, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's, it's called Inez and I love it. You just like, I just dot a little bit on my cheeks Uh and cheekbone and then it, it's so creamy. You could blend it with a brush or you could blend it just with your, your fingers, Uh but it's beautiful. And it really like, I I got that, um, foundation that you mentioned last week. Yes. What brand? Armani, the luminous silk. Yes. Luminous silk. That's right. So you just blend it in. And so when you've got like a good foundation base, that's creamy and I don't know, it just feels really good on your skin. And I think the color is beautiful and it lasts. It's just, and I I love that it's just a little stick and it's not going to break into a thousand pieces in my makeup bag. So anyway, I love that. My second thing is After I watched the Brooke Shields, the Pretty Baby documentary, Mm -hmm. like Melanie, Melanie found reading glasses that looked like Brooke Shields. Yeah, I did. Like what she wore at the end of that documentary. And I have have been on the hunt for... so for fall, you know, just as we transition yes. um, for a similarly styled pair of sunglasses. Oh. And what I ran across are these sunglasses on Amazon. They are the Facidi. I don't know. Oh. Everybody Ra- knows the Facidi brand. It's very, <laughs> they're, they're about as well known as Ray-Ban. Yes. Um, but the retro square aviator sunglasses, women, men, seventies vintage, oh. and they're Kelly green. They they're kind of obnoxious, but I don't mind it. Like I don't. Then they come in a lot of different colors. You don't have to get Kelly green, but they they all have kind of a tricky like frame lens combination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just think they're fun, and they're they're real they're cute. They're sixteen ninety nine, and they're just mm-hmm. big sunglasses that look a little seventies. Not like the Weedas. They it's a different vibe than the Weedas, but it's yeah. got you know the little um, aviator second band going across your nose uh-huh. and I just think they're like an inexpensive cute option for that oh yeah I'm adding these to cart right now because I felt like post game I was like I need to add some I need some more sunglasses in my life so this yeah, is good you just, you just want options you know you yeah. just want options okay this third thing as you know I am not big on fall decor like I'm just not really one I don't do a lot of seasonal things because yeah. I just don't I don't want to have to store it I don't want to have to figure out where mm-hmm. I put it I don't want to get it back out, but I went to dinner one night last week with Casey and Steph. And when we left dinner, we walked past Bloom and Petal, which is a store I've mentioned before. We love them. And anyway, Amy, who owns Bloom and Petal, had a display in the window of just all kinds of different fall things. And we stopped to look and I said, I think I may want to get that spider web thing. And so Casey and Steph encouraged it because I never, I don't listen. I don't want ghosts. I don't, I don't want pumpkins, Uh like, but I just love the simplicity of this. This it's like a wool. Oh, it's real cute. And I thought, I think I can, I think I could go with that. I could put Uh that up in my living room and I could, you know, just to have a little mind to fall. So I went back the next morning. I was speaking early in the morning, but they open at nine. And so I went in and I was just, I made a beeline for the garland. Uh so I've got it in my living room. I put it up where I put our garland at Christmas and I love it. It's just for me who doesn't like a lot of like, I don't, I don't, I just don't want a lot of stuff sitting around yeah. to have it on the wall, you know, to have it up off the floor. Um, yeah. We had it on a table, like on the side of the table. It was super cute. But anyway, I love it. And I just thought I would share if somebody is kind of like me, like you don't want to go too far over the top, but just a little nod to fall. So, okay. That is real cute. Yeah. I'm real proud of myself for getting some fall decor. I really, yeah, mm-hmm. you're very, it's very festive. It's well, very thank festive. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not normally my, my deal at all. Fall and no. Easter. I just don't, I don't really get, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this though, I'm just going to say real quick. I wonder uh-huh. if this is the ramp up to your grandma years. You know what I mean? Perhaps. Like, Perhaps. is this what happens to you? Yes. Or like, and, yes. and by the time you have grandkids, they're going to be yes. like, and when we go to Grandma Sophie's house, she's got 72 pumpkins ready and jack-o'-lanterns. Like, yeah. is this how it starts? Uh-huh. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know Mimi. She always has lots of yeah. Easter eggs sitting around. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably. Just um, wondering. Yeah. Could be. I just mainly liked it because it was lightweight. And I thought, well, I can, I can put that in a closet and remember where I put it. And it doesn't yeah. require any kind of like special packing in between seasons. So. Yeah. Fair. 
there. But big step out for me. Um, this four thing is super practical, but I, you know, fried chicken for, for Alex and Jackson, I guess that was Friday night. And so I was frying more chicken when Susanna Berry came over here Saturday, but I had a good bit left over. And so I was, I was, I thought, you know what, I just need to put this in the air fryer and I can reheat it if we need uh-huh. extra. And so I did, but it reminded me, I've never mentioned these, but I love an air fryer liner. I love oh. these. They're like, it's like a coffee filter, but bigger uh-huh. and it's wax paper. So it doesn't like oil doesn't seep through it. But you know, the thing about an air fryer is it has a place if, you know, like cheese slides off or anything like that, they clean up pretty easily, but yeah. better to me to be just avoid that altogether. So I love these air fryer liners because you can, like I threw, I, I done chicken tenders. And so I threw like five in a, a liner, put them in there for four or five minutes, uh-huh. let them reheat. And then they just slide right out and you throw the liner away. So anyway, that's, that's a favorite for sure. And we really okay. we're pretty dependent on these things. We like them a lot. And then my last thing, listen, I know it's optimistic to be dabbling in such things so soon, but mm-hmm. we got a little, mm-hmm. um, we were in the, in the low eighties all weekend here. We had some breezes. Oh. Um, it's been more pleasant. You know, there's no optimism quite like it. And you know, I love the daily practice stuff from anthropology and listen, yeah. I have gotten myself a sweater dress, which it does anything say falls coming like a sweater dress, really but this piece of clothing, you know, I love, I had a couple of things last year where you could throw on leggings and then throw like, they were oversized, like corduroy jackets, or I had a plaid thing I got a couple of years ago that I've loved. It's just real easy to wear with booties and leggings. And this is that kind of thing. But there are a couple of things that I really love about it. It's got a removable turtleneck situation. So you don't have to wear the turtleneck piece all the time. And, you know, sometimes I just don't want anything around my neck. Like, so I love that it's just a crew neck, but you have the turtleneck piece if you feel like you need that warmth. And then it's, it's got, I mean, I will wear this with leggings because it's got pretty significant slits on the, on the side, or you can do it with tights or tall boots or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just so like cozy and, and cute. And it runs oversized, I would say size down a size. Um, But I just, I love it. And I can't wait until it's cold enough to wear it. So sweater dress. Okay. It's real cute. I like it a lot. Like that's, I can't even imagine because we still are going to be in the hundreds every day this week here. I'm so sorry. I know. I don't know what has happened. It's early, but but I felt like I needed to mention it before it's all gone. Okay. It's real cute. Well, those are great favorites. Listen, you covered a lot of ground with those. Thank you. I hope, I hope they will be of service to someone. I'm sure they will. I have no doubt. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt. So, okay. Well, y'all, Listen, this has been jam-packed. I feel like football gives us a lot to talk about. It really does. Um, It's just the best time of year. And we have a football preview coming up. We're going to record it this week. And we have a special guest on our football preview. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And so we're super excited. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. We will definitely be posting about it when it's available. And um, also stay tuned because we're going to be posting this week about we are going to have T-shirts for our live show, The Big Boo Bowl that anybody can order. And so we will be posting about that on Instagram this week as well, so that you can pre-order your t-shirt and or sweatshirt and or long sleeve shirt for the big boo bowl coming up November 9th. That's exactly right. Okay. All right. Many weeks of football ahead, everyone. We're so excited and we're so glad you were here with us today. All right. Bye everybody. Bye y'all.